0: Hey, welcome to episode number two of Old Man Yells. I'm Bob Burnett from Barefoot Mining. Uh, I recorded actually the first episode of this show just earlier today, and I I frankly hadn't expected I'd be recording a second one so soon. But um, it's now a few minutes before midnight on May 3rd, 2023. And I had a chance earlier today for the first time to read a blog post from the White House um, from yesterday titled the dane tax making crypto miners pay for costs they impose on others um i'm i'm uh, pretty infuriated frankly and and i think you're going to hear uh through the course of my uh little dialogue here that i am just pissed and it's actually taken me really several hours to kind of organize some of my thoughts and really calm down to the point where I think I could put together a cohesive dialogue here. But this is really, really important. So first, let's uh, review what actually happened. So the the president uh, proposed his budget for fiscal year 2024. And in that, has assumed a 30% digital asset mining energy excise tax. Effectively, that means that they will attempt at a federal level to impose a 30% tax on energy consumption related to Bitcoin mining. Now, the roots of this really go back about a year So we could see start this thing kind of brewing. Um, It it frankly uh, didn't surprise me because in March of 2022, President Biden had issued executive order 14067, which was titled ensuring responsible development of digital assets. And subsequent to that, we've seen a couple reports come out of the White House. They were hit pieces. Uh, the uh, Bitcoin community, at least, I think, in looking at those reports, says, hey, we tried to get involved. We try to provide input. I think there was some lip service where a few members of our community got some input. None of that got included in any of the reports. And then the coup de gras was um, the recent New York Times piece, which was just an outright hit piece, attacking our industry and mining. Uh, And so we can now see why it was timed the way that it was approximately two weeks before the president's report. So, you know, really disturbing stuff. Um, It's very clear that this report was written with malicious intent from the very beginning with no attempt to look at the issue from a fair perspective, from a whiteboard perspective. So I've been sitting here thinking about it and, and, you know, there's part of me that says, geez, I need to go attack this thing. There are so many false claims in the report. I'm just going to, I'm just going to blast them for that. And then I thought, well, no, maybe what I should do is talk about the cooked methodology and the bias perspective of the people creating the report. And then I thought, no, maybe what we should do is, or I should do, is I should pound the table and explain the importance of Bitcoin mining to grid stability and green energy development and, and uh, you know, providing base load and all those sorts of things. And I thought, well, no, maybe I could grandstand and say, you know, Bitcoin is the greatest technical innovation of our lifetime and it'll create tremendous wealth and freedom for the most least fortunate people around the world, and for everybody around the world, like this is the greatest thing that will happen in their lifetime. But here's the truth of the matter. If we're honest with ourselves, the general public isn't going to take time to listen to me talk about any of those things. They don't want to hear me explain about the errors in the report. They don't want to hear what a noble cause Bitcoin is. They don't want to understand the importance of grid stability. It's not going to happen. And honestly, I think to all of you out there, I think be honest with yourself. If you find yourself in some of these arguments, those are really tough things. Now, maybe over a very extended period, we can win the PR battle on some of those. And there are people, uh, I, I work with Dennis Porter at the Satoshi Action Fund, um, the the Bitcoin Policy Institute, certainly a lot of the other people in the industry who are educators and are trying to help, um, God bless everybody. God bless everybody. keep doing it, man. Go for it. Um, but here's the reality: It's not going to win anything in the short term. It's just not going to happen. Uh, the general public just doesn't care enough. Those things don't resonate with them. And we're fighting a massive PR battle against them, right? So it's a lot of this is gonna be the word of the establishment, of the government, of the mass media on those topics against Bitcoin. And, And it's just not gonna resonate. And here's the truth of the matter as well. We can't go to the source of the report because they've closed their ears and eyes They never wanted to understand it in the first place. They never do want to understand it because it threatens the very power that everything they believe in rests on like like the power structure that they have their agenda. They don't work if, if Bitcoin continues on the path that it is. And here's the truth. They are liars. They are deceivers their mission and their intent is evil. I mean that in a literal sense. Let's not sugarcoat shit here. So should we give up? Should I give up? Is mining dead in the US? Hell no. But how do we fight? How do we get the general public to care? How do we get even the Bitcoin haters to care? I think that's, that's what we need to discuss today. So for me, the starting point, it's right here. For those of you who can't see, this is a 110 volt outlet, standard US home outlet. What we need to do is fight for our right to use this outlet in our homes and in our businesses as we see fit. We need to assert that whatever we do with these outlets is our private business. That there is nobody who has a right to go inside the walls of my house, of my office, of my business, and say, how are you using that electricity? Now, if you hate Bitcoin, hopefully you can get that. Because what this is, is an assault on privacy and freedom. If you don't stand up, you have opened Pandora's box and you have let the government become a moral authority on your usage of this outlet. Do you have an aquarium with pet fish? Runs filters, maybe it heats the water? Maybe you don't need that. Maybe that's gonna boil the oceans. Do you like Christmas lights? Do you like your microwave? Maybe you have a space heater. Maybe space heaters are fine in Minnesota, Wyoming, and North Dakota, but in Florida where I live, you can't run them. Maybe you can only run them in the summertime in Minnesota and Wyoming. Maybe you have to pay an extra tax if you run them in those periods. How are they going to know what you're running? Are you going to let them in your house? Are you going to let them in your business? And by the way, if you're in a business, maybe you're in oil refining. Maybe you're in the gambling industry. Maybe you work on the Vegas Strip. Maybe you work in fast food. Maybe you work in meat production. Maybe you work on a grow farm for marijuana. Is somebody going to play moral authority on your usage of those energy? Are you going to let them do that? If you let them do that for Bitcoin, if you let them tax it differently... You've opened that box, you've opened that door, and at some point in time, they're coming for you. Now, you can take it a second level though too. And I think this is a very important one. Let's even go beyond the outlet. What is a Bitcoin mining machine? It's just a computer running software. One of the things some of you may have heard me talk about before, and I'm going to be more vigilant about it coming going forward, is that as an industry, as a community, stop calling a Bitcoin mining machine an ASIC. Okay, an ASIC is a chip. It stands for Application Specific Integrated Circuit. Computers, every computer has ASICs in it. The personal computer you're probably listening to this show on has ASICs in it. There's nothing special about a Bitcoin server, a mining server, to be specific. There's nothing specific about a mining server that really makes it any different than a general purpose computer. So again, if you support a tax on Bitcoin mining consumption, you are saying that you are going to allow the government to look at your computer and make a moral judgment about the software that you're running on that computer. Maybe maybe we don't need PowerPoint. Maybe we don't need Excel. Maybe your games are too memory-intensive or too uh, energy-intensive as a result. Stop calling the machines an ASIC because what you're saying is the machine is application-specific. That's what the word means. Stop it. It's a computer. It's a computer-running software. Don't give your enemy and that's what they are do not give your enemy a ground upon which to stand upon which they can separate and define one computer from another in closing hey this is not a high school debate this is not something that's just pretend this is warfare The opposition will not fight fair. They will lie, they will cheat. They are powerful. They have an agenda. What we stand for in Bitcoin, what we're trying to accomplish as a community is in direct opposition to them. This excise tax is not about the climate. It's about Bitcoin. This is a battle for the soul of money. It's a battle for the soul of humanity. And the battles have started. Decide what you're gonna stand for. Decide how far you will go to stand for this. And be ready. I can say for me, as an old man here yelling, you know, this is it. This is the last stand. Okay, so, so I hope you'll join me with that. But no matter what, make sure you clearly get on a side and make sure you support that side. And I, and I and I hope it's on the side of Bitcoin because being on the side of Bitcoin is being on the side of humanity and freedom. Good night.